0: welcome to the horse conversation podcast in this podcast we're going to have conversations about our relationship with horses and how we can form a kind understanding to be the change in the equestrian world my name is carolina and i am your host and the creator behind horse conversations i have broad hands-on experiences from all around europe and i'm also studied in psychology and equine behavior but this project really comes from the heart and i hope that you enjoy these conversations at least as much as I do. Welcome back and thank you for listening in again to the Horse Conversation Podcast. In this episode, I want to talk to you about the topic trauma and how we can learn to see it, what um, trauma is and what this means for us as an equestrian community, Um, how we can deal with these psychological mechanisms when we work with horses. Luckily, the word trauma becomes more and more popular when we talk about human mental health. And I think that's really good. And we also need to translate it to the animal kingdom because um, what happens with trauma is something that happens inside our brain parts that all mammals inherit. So trauma is not something that only belongs to humans and to our mental health, but it's also about the mental health of animals. While you hear the word trauma quite frequently uh, in the media, it's important to um, have a look at the word itself and. because the word has some different connotations and can be used in different settings and circumstances. In the medical sense, trauma is a physical or psychological injury after an accident or shocking event. So that when um, doctors talk about a trauma uh, inside the body or inside the mind, uh, that is to do with one certain event that happened before. So when we talk about um, accidents, Like car accidents or natural disasters. But emotional trauma goes much further than this. And it's not tied to a specific situation. And this is something that has come up recently also. About um, what happens when you miss out to meet certain uh, needs over a long period of time. And what many horses experience in their lives is emotional trauma. And that includes situations where they feel... Very fearful, threatened, rejected, abandoned, unsafe, lonely, trapped, uh, locked up, or helpless. This can be a recurring situation, a persistent circumstance, it can be physical violence, or as I said, long term neglect of needs. So these are all really strong emotions and they come with certain experiences and how much uh, a horse experiences emotions and how much value they give to it is not up to us to decide. So we greatly underestimate This mechanism. So, when the horses are exposed to certain circumstances or training methods, they might feel these intense emotions and they might trigger a traumatic experience, a traumatic memory in their brain. And it's not up to us to say, oh, they can or they cannot do that. So, a lot of times, uh, horses have these really, really strong emotions, and we are not able to minimize the impacts on it. Because trauma has, of course, a function for your nervous system. Um, the nervous system tries to protect the body through the trauma and to keep him from going into total overdrive to experience something that the nervous system cannot handle or to prepare for the end of life. But trauma is also Um, not only what happened, but what should have happened and did not happen to you. So the neglect of needs can also cause a traumatic reaction for the body. So the nervous system tries to protect the body from going into this state where uh, everything shuts down and the nervous system cannot handle all the triggers. So when a horse is, for example, repeatedly neglected in their needs or being hit, The nervous system will create a traumatic response to it. So it will create a behavior to try and avoid these experiences in the future. To avoid this increased discomfort again and again. And these behaviors are for us to see because um, there will mostly be behaviors that are not normal what we can put into our ethogram of horse behavior so we have this um, basic line of how should horses react in certain cir- circumstances and of course there are some individual differences but overall horses have their own uh, set of behaviors and when we have a horse that acts outside of these behaviors um, we can state or find maybe some trauma there that changes the behavior. And the real pitfall here is that a lot of these behaviors that come from a place of trauma or extreme emotions um, have been put into this baseline of a horse behavior. So a lot of people think um, these behaviors are normal and these behaviors are not linked to any emotional troubles or issues uh, with the mental state of this horse. Horses that turn away, that flinch or shake or walk off, that are hard to catch, that are shut down or say no in any way they can, that buck or rear or fight you. These are the horses with normal behavior. This is the standard. But it's actually not. If you if you meet a horse that has not been compromised before you can see that the horse wants to approach you it relaxes next to you it even can ask to be touched they they don't flinch or cringe when you come with a saddle or when you want to brush him these are horses that enjoy movement that react supple to communication and that want to move with you that want to communicate with you this is how horses are before they get traumatized. And this is not something that is linked to gender or, or age or uh, a characteristic or a breed. Every behavior is communication. And a lot of these signs that we call uncomfortable, unsafe um, or even naughty are linked to stress, pain or early experiences, thus trauma. So if we want to deal with these behaviors, we first have to learn to tune into the horse again, to listen to them and unravel the message that is behind this behavior, where it comes from, uh, what it says, what are the needs of this horse, what does it want to achieve with this behavior, which is always something about self-preservation, about uh, regulating the nervous system and never about... Um, having malicious intent and wanting to get us or anything like that. So if you have a horse that has been traumatized or that has some really bad experiences or maybe had some pain or sickness in the past and you want to start the horse again and, and make his life easier. It's important that we also really try to avoid the triggers in the first place because every time the horse displays this behavior it gets more and more baked into the mind. So set up an environment and a management that helps the horses to fully relax and not to be um triggered all the time over and over again. Before we want to work on trauma or a negative experience from the past or any kind of triggered behaviors and emotions we want the horse to be in a neutral or relaxed or positive state of mind so this is really important and after that we can try to break up the trauma and the triggers into really 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 small parts and expose the horse to these triggers one at a time and with a lot of pauses and positive influences in between the training therefore consists of staying under the threshold and being actively engaged with the nervous system, um, seeing, recognizing, acknowledging emotions and giving the horses um, opportunity and possibility to regulate that emotions without going into the fight or flight mode. Also keep in mind that trauma is about the body and the mind. So body and mind are really connected with each other, especially with animals that don't have the prefrontal cortex like we have it. So they don't rationalize everything they go through. And this connection is really strong. So it also shouldn't only be about the training, what you two do in a setting in an arena or maybe in the stable itself, but also um, give them a chance to heal the body, let someone uh, look over the horse. Let ha- you can have a vet out, but you should also maybe consider the help of body workers and professionals. There's absolutely no one-size-fits-at-all when it comes to trauma uh, in horses as in humans. This is a very individual uh, thing. There are so many forms of trauma and the process is something very specific to this horse, to this situation and also to the handler. But one thing that I really want to give you uh, with this episode is uh, your expectation that it will take time and it will take more time than you might expect. And I don't want to say that it always takes years and years on, but if you have the expectation that it will take a lot of time so you don't expect unconsciously that things might change for the better. Um, the horse will show you when he's ready. So we don't give the horse a time frame for them to be ready. But we as- expect nothing. And all we can get is uh, the steps the horse wants to make on their own. And you will probably uh, or maybe positively surprise by how fast it will go if you uh, cut out your expectations. The biggest takeaway I want you to have from this episode and... Um, I also experience a lot with clients of mine is that if you have a gut feeling about a horse that something's wrong or there might have been a traumatic experience in the past you're probably right so what i often encounter is people that think they saw they felt something was off but the community told them no it's not it's just a horse it's just a character it's just a mare Um, And I really want to um, get away from this stereotype. So if you have the feeling, you're probably right. It's important to trust that feeling, to listen to that feeling, to listen to our horses and um, make a change for the better. Let's end this episode now before it gets too long. But if you have a specific question or problem you want to talk about, feel free to contact me. I can also include this question into the next episode of the podcast. And if you like the podcast, you can give me a review or some stars wherever you are listening this on. I'm always happy to hear from you and thank you for listening and see you in the next episode.